0: Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. You know, it's so awesome when we can come together and praise Him together and give Him what He deserves. So good. You can take your seats. I'm only going to share for a few minutes And um, those of you that were here last Sunday night, I'm sorry that you're hearing this again. It will be a little bit different. I'll try and make it a little bit different so that it's interesting for you. But I just pray that you receive something different this morning if you heard it before. During our church fast that we did a couple of weeks ago, I was reading the Word of God one night. And I was reading Mark chapter 10 and I finished it, closed my Bible, turned my light light off and I laid down to go to sleep. But God just kept prompting my spirit to read again the story of blind Bartimaeus that I'd just read. I just couldn't shake it. Just kept feeling in my spirit, blind Bartimaeus, blind Bartimaeus. And I said, okay, Lord, and I turned my light back on and I started reading it again. Well, for the next probably two hours, God just kept revealing to me this awesome revelation from His Word that I really feel blessed and honoured to be able to share with you. And um, Pastor David and Pastor Claire asked me to share it again. They really feel this is a word in season for our church. And um, we're going to start by reading Mark chapter 10. It's gonna be up on the screen for you, 46 to 52. And it says, Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus, which means the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. A few things stood out to me straight away as I was reading this. The first of them was him shouting to Jesus. And the second was that this was in Jericho. And so my head went straight to the story of the fall of Jericho in the Old Testament in the book of Joshua. And I really felt there was something in this shout, because that too was in the breakthrough that they had in Jericho. So let's read Joshua 6, one to five. It says, Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. And then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. And on the seventh day, march around the city seven times with priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up, everyone straight in. This was what the Lord had promised them. And you know, sometimes God gives us promises and we pray for things that we may not see happen. And that we may not get breakthrough in. And I just feel that there are some lessons from these passages from Jericho for us to learn about breakthrough. And I titled this quick message, Breakthrough Lessons from Jericho. The first point, number one is to be consistent. The Israelites, they walked around those walls a lot of times. 13 times, to be exact. You know, if God told us to walk around the city of the Gold Coast, if He actually gave us that clear word, how many of us would be there on the first day? But how many on the second day? And what about the fourth time we walked around the whole city? Would we all be there together? It's that consistency. What about church on a Sunday? Ooh, I'm going to go there. You know, how consistent are we with showing up on a Sunday? Sometimes we don't feel like it. Sometimes we're weak. But that consistency, that showing up regardless, is where we will start to see breakthrough when we are consistent with the things of God. You know, are we consistent in our desire for His presence? Are we consistent in our love for Him? Are we consistently seeking Him? The Israelites were consistent as they walked around those walls again and again, waiting for them to fall. Will we show that same consistency as we believe and we keep crying out and believing for God to break through in those areas of our life? My second point is be faith-filled. So number one is be consistent. Number two is be faith-filled. In Hebrews 11.30, in the faith scriptures, it says, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the army had marched around them for seven days. I also saw, it was just as we were reading it then, back in... That Mark chapter 10, Jesus said to him, your faith has healed you. Your faith has healed you. Sometimes it's hard to see the unseen. But by being in a room like this, that will build your faith. By coming along to a prayer meeting on a Tuesday morning, I promise you that will feel That will fill you and that will will fill your faith tank, I promise you. Being around other believers that have faith maybe to see what you can't see yet. To lift your arms up when you're weary. That's the church. That's why it's so important to be part of a church. Now, I don't know how sure I would be if I was Joshua and I received this word from God about what needed to happen here. When you've got thousands and thousands of people following you, you've got older people, you've got children and He's telling you to walk around a city for seven days. I think I'd be saying God, do the kids really need to come? Can we put on a video for them or something? You know, That's hard work, they're gonna want food. They're gonna say, are we there yet? But you know what? Joshua got his army, old and young, and they walked around together. He was a leader and he was not prepared. He was not prepared to discount the blessing that was for all of them. And you know what I felt in my spirit, our pastors and our leaders, Pastor Byron and Pastor Ann, Pastor David and Pastor Claire, Pastor Caleb and Pastor Kimberly at Ormo, our youth team, our young adults team, our leadership in this church often get given a word from the Lord. And it sometimes is a hard word for them to then have to tell you guys and tell us. But we need to have faith with them to believe what God is calling us to do. And I, th- I feel that it is really important that we get alongside the vision that has come from our leadership and that we too will walk and, and go around those walls with them, believing for our city, believing for our families, believing for more than just sitting in church on a Sunday. There would have been big faith to ask all his people to do this. And sometimes we need to believe for more than what is logical or conceivable in our own minds. We need to believe for more than just what we've seen happen before. God is calling us to have eyes of faith that see the unseen. Think about this. Joshua is literally standing outside those walls. It is shut up, there is no way in. And God actually says in verse two, See, Joshua. See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands. He said this before it had happened, before they'd started walking. See. God says to us, See. We need to have eyes of faith, we need to trust in God's word and in his promises. Point one was be consistent. Point two, be faith filled. My point three is be specific. In Mark ten fifty-one, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said five words. Rabbi, I want to see. Can you in four to five words be specific? With what you are wanting to see God do in your life. What you are wanting him to do for you. We don't need to come with our long babbling list. But just come to him and be specific. Pray into those things specifically. My Connect group and I have been doing a course on prayer at the moment. And one of the main points from this man who's teaching us to pray, he says, keep it simple and keep it real. Keep it simple and keep it real. I think it's so good that when we come to Jesus, we are simple with our prayers, but we are real. That leads me to my last point. Be real and be raw be real and be raw. Mark 10, 47 to 48 says, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. You know, I think we just need to not worry so much about what other people think what we might look like to others. We need to start being real and being raw in this place. You know, if we are desperate for God to move in our lives, we need to show Him that we are. We need to be real, not only with God though, we need to be real with each other. We need to let some of those guards down. This is a safe place. This is family. And I think it's important to be real That if we're hurting and need prayer, we get on this altar and have someone pray for us. Don't worry about what other people think. I love to worship. And I I will worship God with everything in me. If I feel to lift my hands in praise, I don't care who's watching. If I feel to get on my knees, I don't care who's watching. If I feel to cry, I don't care who's watching. Because I want my devotion to God to be real and raw. I think, you know, it is all. It is important for us to not be distracting in our worship so that people can focus on God and not focus on us. And I'm conscious of that. But I do think that We need to be real in our devotion to our Saviour and that is what will draw people to Him. If we are real with what we believe and we are real with our devotion. This morning is Palm Sunday. They came to Him and they were real and they were raw and they cried out Hosanna and they laid their jackets and cloaks down they sacrificed. This morning, can I encourage you to be real and raw with your faith? But it's be something that we do with our whole lives, every day that our devotion to Jesus be so much more than just showing up and sitting in a seat every few Sundays. But we have such a desire to praise our King. We have such a desire to thank Him for what He's done in our lives. But through that being consistent, through that growing our faith, through being real and raw, forget my third point. Through being specific. That we will see breakthrough in our lives. We will see those that we've been praying for come to know the Lord. We will see chains breaking off. We will see addictions no longer there. Would you stand with me? Would you stand right now as we worship and we really be real and raw in our praise for our King. We're gonna sing, I speak Jesus right now. And I want you to think about those things in your life that you need breakthrough in. I want you to think about those specific, that you need to call out to God for in your life. I want you to be specific about those people that you've been praying for for a long time that need to come back into relationship with Jesus. I want you to be specific and be real this morning as we sing this song and as we call out and speak Jesus over our families, we speak Jesus over our situations, we speak Jesus over our finances. God, we praise You and we speak Your Name over all those things in our lives. And with that shout, with that cry for You, Lord, let us see chains break. Let us see breakthrough come about, those things that we've been declaring and believing for, for a long time. God, let us see that. Let us see it. Let us see it even in our spiritual eyes before we see it in our visual eyes, God. I pray build faith in your people this morning. Thank you, worship team. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.